Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now with over a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, friends, welcome to another episode of the Thriving Christian Artist. Super glad that you are here. And I'm just tickled to death to have my friend Julie Bagamary here with me, not because we've been friends for a long time. And, and, and also she's from North Carolina and everything, but she's just an incredible, uh, great person all around and with a great story. So, Julie, welcome again to the podcast. Thank you, Matt. It's a privilege to be here. Absolutely. We were just trying to, I was, you know, searching around feverishly before we went live. And I was like, what, what episode were you on before? And it was episode 241, where we kind of shared about your story uh, and all that. And that, that's, that's been so wonderful. I know for so many of our listeners to listen to, but there's more to the story today, right? There's, there's more to share. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, listen, I wanted to give you just a second for those folks maybe who've not listened to that previous episode. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you're doing in the world and that sort of thing. And then we'll we'll jump into a little bit of, of your story as it is uh, right now. Okay. Well, I'm Julie Bagamary. I am a fiber artist. I live in Fairview, North Carolina, and I've been stitching since I was nine years old. And the first podcast, we talked about uh, our 12, my my husband and I had a 12 year season of uh, foster parenting yeah. and a lot of things I learned and things I learned about myself and ways to share that. So, yeah, you I love sharing your story, because when I when I think of you and all the transformation that's happened in your life over the years, I really the word convergence comes to mind, you know, and I talk about that a lot on the podcast, but just this idea that man, when you get aligned with who God says you are and what you can do yeah. and what he's got for you in the kingdom, a whole new life opens up for you. And um, talk just briefly about that, because, I mean, you've, you've been in such a, I don't know, like a rocket ship transformation over the, over the last <laughs> few years of really stepping into yeah. everything uh, that God's called you to. And then I want to get into this this new book that you got and, and all that you're doing with that. But I mean, it's, it's been okay. a process, hasn't it? To just to really walk in and who God's called you to be. It, it has, you know, I was saved when I was seven and I knew exactly what I was doing, but I wasn't discipled. And so um, I did read the Bible. I, you know, I never questioned God's presence in my life or yeah. the spirit. Um, but I, I, and I read the word. I just didn't, I wasn't discipled. That's pretty much that yeah. and um in 2008 i got into the mentoring program i actually was in a small group that you had way back yeah um and it it transformed me i began to really ask the lord to show me lies that i had been believing and replace them with truth and that that went into every area of my life not just <laughs> art and it um, improved my marriage, it improved my relationships, it improved my art. I started doing my art more as a business and confidently. And then I began mentoring other people. And it has filtered through my family and my grandkids. I mean, it's just been, boom, you know, it's been good. It's, it's been, been good. Awesome. It's been awesome. Yeah. It, it, it's so neat because, 
I think a lot of people, you know, because we're on an art podcast and we're talking to artists primarily right now. And it's like a lot of times we think that, you know, this thing of being an artist is, is just for, you know, creating art and that sort of thing. But God's like, no, listen, I'm going to use everything in your life to bring yeah. transformation, to make you more like me, to bring you into the fullness of, of who I've called you to be. And he brings these pieces of our life together that we thought, oh, I didn't think that had any role. And you ended up writing a, a great book that you're, I'm, you know, still using and, and promoting about your foster care journey with your husband and all that and how God was using that. And now have written this other book about using your art as legacy with, with kids and grandkids. So how did that come about? That's, that must have been an incredible story. You know, um, I was never a wannabe book writer. So when I wrote Foster Parenting Matters, um, I did it um, out of obedience, not because I wanted to, um, because I felt like I needed to share the things that I wish somebody had told me. Yeah. And so um, creating a legacy with art came about because people kept saying, you do all these creative things. Could you <laughs> tell us how to do it? Give us some examples of things that you do. And so I decided to, you know, write some of those things down. And again, that was an act of obedience. It was a lot easier to write than the foster parenting book. Yeah. Um, one, because I, when I'm not a writer, I was not a writer. I am now, but I wasn't. And so I didn't know what I was doing. So um, I began writing some things that I do with my grandkids and I do with other children. I've done with my kids through the years and in hopes to inspire other people that things that you you may not think are creative are. And it's such a neat opportunity yeah. to share your values and your life with those that you care for and yeah. to leave a legacy. Yeah. And one of the things I didn't really think a whole lot about when I was writing was that my parents left a legacy for me. And I doubt that they intentionally thought, oh, I think I'll leave a legacy of art. But they did. Wow. So we're leaving a legacy. And so to harness that power of art to leave a legacy is just incredible. You know, I love I love that word legacy. And I love the just the, you know, that when you think about, gosh, when I'm gone 50 years, when you're gone 50 years, yeah. what part of me is going to be left in my kids and my grandkids and and that sort of thing. And I think you know, as much as we talk about on the podcast of helping people, you know, monetize and develop businesses out of what they do and that sort of thing. I think one of the things that can be um, difficult, uh, or I don't know, how do I say this? It, when you focus everything that you're doing on the business end of things and the monetization end of things, and you can lose the life that we all love that comes from doing our art, and we can lose that philanthropic side as well that, you know, allows us the freedom of giving uh, that creative process, maybe just like it was given to us. And so I know you're, you're balancing, you know, both of those you're doing, you're doing both of those intentionally. So how have you kind of come to be comfortable with that rhythm and that balance in your own life where you are doing your money, you are, you are doing your art, you know, for your living and, and as part of your income. And at the same time, you're doing these things to create legacy and, and giving back to, uh, to kids and grandkids and that sort of thing. Yeah. I, I think I'm probably like a lot of people I've swung in one <laughs> direction and the right. other, and just, you know, keep coming back to the middle. It is intentional. Um, it, it's, I, I love selling art because I can reach people, um, that I 
you know, otherwise would not. And I have a piece, they have a piece of my art, which the spirit goes in that to their homes. You know, that's an opportunity too. Um, with my grandchildren, the time with them is short. Yeah. You know, they're going to grow up and they are going to, you know, you know, this, you know, they're gone, they're doing their own thing. And that's something I don't want to miss. I want mm. to build in while I can. And that's, that's important. And just recently, one of my grandchildren called and wanted to do something with me. I had a whole bunch of things planned for my business that day and they got put on hold. Yeah, because that'll still be there. And I trust that the Lord will will give that um, when I find that when I find that balance and make that time. Well, and there there are just things that get communicated to not just kids, but people, you know, when we're when we're in that creative process and when we're sharing and struggling and and teaching and that sort of thing, things that you say are just I think even nowadays, just the ability for especially a kid to be seen and to be heard and to be, to be known in this digital world that we live in. It's like, it's a, it's a rare thing. I think for a lot of kids to be able to, to sit down with an adult or with other kids in a, you know, that kind of environment and really feel like they're getting not only receiving a deposit, but also be able to give back and have that kind of beautiful symbiotic relationship. I mean, that is, that is of eternal value. And um, I just think it's beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have the opportunity. I'm, I'm teaching at the elementary, local elementary school, after school stitching. And so I'm having that opportunity with kids that are not related to me. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's just it's really a lot of fun, but it's an opportunity that I don't take for granted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's amazing. I, I remember my mom, you know, teaching for, gosh, 100 years, it seemed like in, in, in high school, and elementary and doing music and that sort of thing. And I just remember her over the years, just, you know, coming home and laughing, saying it's amazing the things that kids say. It's amazing the the moments oh, yeah. that you have with them or the the questions that they'll ask you in those kind of seemingly yeah. unimportant moments that you're just kind of doing a creative thing. But their guard get, gets let down, their heart opens up and yes. uh, you're able to speak incredible things into them. So. That's so cool. So, you know, Julie, I think so many people out there that are listening, uh, because we've got people, you know, every age, every place in life and that sort of thing. But I know that there are a lot of people out there on the podcast that have kids, that have grandkids that are like, you know what, I am trying to build my business, but I would love to be able to to leave a legacy for my kids and to deposit, uh, you know, God-given creativity inside of them and nurture that. So what would you say to folks that are, that are out there right now that says, I would, I'd love to start doing this in my own life? Well, you know, one of the questions I have in my book is that to really look at what legacy you've been given, but also to look at your, the people around you and particularly your grandchildren and say, okay, how many months, how many years do I have before they're out Mm. in college, you know, or they're going to move away and to really look at that. And that was very sobering for me to, to put that into a time capsule. And so I began to become more intentional and, you know, it was just doing one thing at a time, you know, adding and building to it and looking at things that I had done previously to, um, to build on those. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, it, during the pandemic, um, I write a story in there. There's a lot of stories in the book and a lot of um, 
a lot of practical things that I've done that, you know, other people can do as well. But um, during the pandemic, uh, my oldest daughter lives in another country, needed help and just said, hey, can you do art with my son? Because I know you love doing art. And, you know, could you maybe do two hours on Zoom? I didn't know how to do Zoom. I didn't, you know, I didn't know how to do any of those things. And right. two hours seemed like an eternity. And so at the end of the conversation, she said, well, we could call it art with Nana. And that was the hook. Love it. And so I learned to do Zoom and I learned to draw and do colored pencils and color and coloring books and stuff over the Internet with my family that was too far away to be close to. Yeah. And And that really was a beginning of. I need to do this more intentionally. Yeah. And so now when my grandkids get together or we go to their house, one of their first questions is, is Nana, are we going to do art? Wow. They expect me to bring something, even if it's just colored pencils or watercolor paints. And I'm a fabric artist. So, you know, sometimes we do stuff in fabric, but not always. Yeah. We yeah. do with what they have. And sometimes we're out in the yard picking up pine cones and um, acorns and making an arrangement, you know, just something, whatever they want to do. Right, right. See, I, I love this because I'm thinking in 20 years, somebody, one of your, these grandkids is going to be on the podcast and they're going to be telling a story. My granny <laughs> used to do <laughs> with me back in the pandemic and it started my art career and now I'm doing this. That's what oh, this is. That's cool. what we're talking about, right? I mean. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Or, you know, I just, I just love it. I just love it. And, and I think I love I love the simplicity of it too, that it's again, it's like the boy with the loaves and fishes, right? It's like, bring what you have, bring what you have, be faithful to that and let God grow it and bless it. And, you know, the, the, like you say, the kids don't care if they're working with fabric or, or, you know, markers or or whatever it is, they just care that you're there and that you right. see them and that, that you're doing something. Right. To them. And right. That's a, you that's know, it. and I, and I'll say this too, not all of my grandkids Art is their thing. I'd say most of them, it isn't. And yet it is a connection point. It's that time. It's that, like you said, it's that time together and their guard does get let down. It is a time where we can have a conversation because we're sitting next to each other. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can remember so many times my mom picking Cameron up from school and and they'd go to Chick-fil-A or they'd go do something fun or whatever. And and she would come home and tell me the things that he would he would share with her. And I'm like, yeah. he never said anything like that to us, but he would say it yeah. to her, you know, because he, he felt that yeah. freedom. And it's just it's creating that space, right? For that to happen. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Well, Julie, yeah. I know folks are gonna want to grab the book and uh plus see your art. You're doing all these beautiful things out there. So where's the best place that they can get the book and also see all the things that, that you're doing online? Well, the book is Creating a Legacy with Art, and it's on Amazon. Um, My websites are um, Facebook and Instagram, Julie Bagmary Art. I also have Julie Bagmary for more personal things. And I share some of the fun things I do with my grandkids on both. So those are places that are good. Awesome. And we'll put the links right here in the show notes. So whether you're listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube, you can you can grab those, grab the book, give it as a gift. I'm sure it'd be a great gift for for others and uh, start using those things to create uh, the legacy of art uh, in your life and in your kids. So, Julie, thank you for for being on today and sharing uh, all the great things that, that you're doing. You're an inspiration to all of us. So thank you. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, absolutely. Um. My I had someone say, you know, 
this book is just for artists to share. And it's not. Mm. You don't have to be an artist to share a legacy. Anybody can color. Anybody, you know, I tell a story in there about how as my mom has aged, we used to do a lot of things and now we color pencil and now she's not able to do that. And so you don't have to be an artist mm. to, to, to use those art things to yeah. create Just a be legacy. available, right? Just be available. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, awesome. Well, guys, go to the website, grab, grab the book on Amazon. And uh, whether you're an artist or not, or whether you think, hey, I might give this as a gift. It, it's a great, great opportunity to sow the, the gift of creativity uh, into somebody else's life. So thanks for yeah. being on, Julie. Thank you, Matt. It's a privilege. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.